0: fm to get started
1: gosh that was incredible and so insightful it was amazing to hear frank and chris klein and even jamie lynn chime in you're not going to want to miss who's next we have carolyn lagerfeld hunter burke allison gabriel and norman buckley how's everybody feeling you you number one top spot people
2: (laughs) (laughs) pretty excited about that i love um, it it's incredible it's, it's something that I, I don't think any of us were expecting. We thought the show would have a slow build and that people would find it, but I don't think that we expected that it would come out of the gate as strong as it has, so it's been very thrilling for all of us.
1: Yeah, Gosh, We really yeah. love you. Yeah. Yes, Alison.
0: <laughs> yeah. I'm beside myself. I can't believe it. I We've been watching it every morning. My husband and I wake up, and we like first thing check Netflix to see where we're at once we get to Netflix. and
1: this morning, I was like, <gasps> I love that so much. And you know what, fans, that is a testament to you because that means you tuned in. So thank you for you. We're so glad to have you here. now Norman and Allison, I know you guys have shared a little bit how you feel about being number one Hunter, AKA Trotter. How are you (laughs) feeling about all of this success?
3: Oh, it's incredible. I mean, you couldn't ask for more. It's, you know, you, you make something in hopes that people will connect with it and see it and It's nothing better than waking up, like Allison said, and seeing it's number one. I mean, that's verifying that that all the hard work is paying off. So it's great.
1: I love that.
4: Carolyn, how are you feeling this morning? Well, I'm absolutely thrilled. I saw Joanna's um, Instagram post first, that it hit number one. And I was just ecstatic. And I have to be honest with you all, I am only seeing an episode per day. So I just saw the fifth episode. (laughs) Because my son has been in his finals in law school, and he didn't want me to see it without him.
3: Oh,
4: and so, you know, oh, so he, I love that. yeah, I know he's so sweet. I mean, he's like 29, and he wants to sit next to me and watch it. Oh, so, um, oh. so we just saw that a Norman. Oh my God, what an episode!
2: Yeah, you I mean, directed
4: yeah. number five, and I love number four. Yeah. I love number three. I love number two. I love number one. And tomorrow it's number six. <laughs> six. <laughs> Yay! <laughs>
2: Yeah, I think number I think episode number five is a really special one. I really like that episode a lot.
4: It's wonderful, and and all the stuff we went through filming it with the sprinklers going off and the, <laughs> and the baseball yeah. game across the field. And yes. the <laughs> <players>
2: <laughs> yeah, uh, those two parties, uh, the two parties in episode five were all nighters. So we were uh, shooting all night um, on those, and everybody was very tired, but it felt like a party. It felt yeah. like a party. <laughs>
1: You know, I felt like a party to us too. So kudos mm-hmm. to you guys for working in the middle mm-hmm. of the night and with so many distractions, but you still pulled through and episode five actually at one point in consensus, consensus was our favorite. So great yeah. work. Oh, great. Yeah. <laughs> great. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Now, Kelsey, I know you have a question up your sleeve. Allison, are you ready?
4: I do. <laughs>
5: <laughs>
1: Allison. We need to
0: know. I mean, Mary Vaughn, she's kind of, I, I don't want to say it's going to go as far as villain, but not a huge fan of Mary Vaughn. How did it feel playing someone like that? And did you pull from anything, like any past experience or anything that worked well playing this character? Yeah, I, when I auditioned, I auditioned for actually two parts. And Mar- Mary Vaughn was also always, a, had a special place in my heart. I, I always play nice people, kind of caught up in a bad situation. And I wanted to play the woman who just didn't care what everyone thought of her, who wanted what she wanted and said it out loud. And I, I just, I loved her from the first moment I read about her. And um, so playing her, I, i <laughs> sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, i just love it i love playing someone so far from myself i mean i not to make myself sound so special but like I, I do not act like this i'm always so concerned about what people think about me and i'm always like trying to not trying to be nice but niceness is something that i'm very close that's very close to me and um playing someone just out loud like that is so it's just to release there's so much pent up judgment that I have I actually haven't used anything other than my own judgment judgy part of my brain so Mm -hmm. yeah and also, how
4: did you prep for her I
0: think well I read the books and Mm -hmm. I I, so I got a really good sense of who she is as a person and how she grew up according to the books it's a little bit different in the show and I really relate to her in a lot of ways Mm -hmm. actually I Mm -hmm. in the books she kind of grew up kind of on the outside of that I don't want to call them a click because it's really about their friendship, but and I think it's beautiful done. But she is not in the in-group. She's in the out group. Mm-hmm. And I know exactly what that feels, not feeling like you're um, really seen and understood or heard and um, and then because of that not really giving a crap what those girls think. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So yeah, I I actually have a really soft spot in my soft spot in my heart for her.
2: I have Allison a thought I... for, uh, uh, for Mary Vaughn, too. I think that Mary Vaughn is a misunderstood character.
5: Yeah. And, uh, mm. I, I,
2: w- I want to give a little bit of background, because um, uh, we were casting in Atlanta, and I'd worked with Allison before in Atlanta on another show, and uh, we had stayed in touch on social media. And I remember uh, we were talking about various parts, and we read her for a different part, But I said to the casting director, I said, you know what? I said, like, have her read for Mary Vaughn, too, because I I think that that she might be right for that. And uh, her her, uh, tape was just terrific. And it was kind of exciting because uh, it was outside of the box of what I've seen you do, Allison. And uh, I thought that uh, she really brought... Uh, I, the, the thing that I was looking for as a director and all of our casting was bringing a humanity to these parts and really mm-hmm. bringing the unexpected version of, of these parts. It's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's very easy on a show like this to fall into the tropes and to fall into mm-hmm. what you expect, as opposed to really thinking about people as real people. And I think that Allison uh, really brought that quality to the part and I'm, I'm delighted that we had this chance to work together. Oh. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt, but I just well, felt I'm, like I needed no. to
4: tell No, we love it. Love it, yes.
0: I was, I was floundering a little too anyway, thank you. Um, I have a really <laughs> quick
4: one.
1: I just wanted to ask both Norman and Allison. I Anthony actually shared with us in um, our after show for um, gosh it was episode seven or eight where the baseball episode basically shared that um, the story of Mary Vaughn's backstory was actually cut from air. So yeah. I wanted to well, know that, like that,
2: that that was never yeah. shot. That was cut um, from or uh, from like script. It was kind of early in the in the prepping process. The oh, problem got it. Okay. The problem with a seven day schedule, which is what we were on, is that there's you, you only have so many hours in the day to mm-hmm. shoot the story, and so we had to make some decisions early on in our prep process to get some of these scripts down to uh, a suitable length. And so that was mm-hmm. uh, that was a decision that was made weeks before we even shot that oh, episode. Okay. It, it was it wasn't something that was shot and then left on the cutting room floor.
4: Got it. Okay. Maybe
1: we'll get that. a little more Mary Vaughn in season two. Yes, that's what we need.
2: Yeah. I, I hope <laughs> yes, so, so, so there, there, yeah, there is a really interesting backstory, and I don't know how much uh, the backstory uh, uh, is 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 um, following the books or not, but. But Mary Vaughn is a, is a character who, who comes to where she is, honestly. And I think that she's a, she's a person who, as I said, she's she's misunderstood. Mm. So.
1: Yeah. Yeah, well, Allison, you shared something, and you and Norman could probably speak to this, but you were going to read for a different role. Ro- what role was that, and how did the casting get moved around a little bit?
2: Uh, well, it wasn't... Uh, I'll speak to that, because uh, <laughs> I, it, it was... <laughs> We we were reading a lot of different people for yeah. different parts. <laughs> yeah, no, she, she she was reading for uh, Charlotte in the second episode, okay. the, the woman who uh, was mm. the sister of the of the couple who oh, had yeah. the children that were being adopted. And it was just oh. a it, it was a small it was a smaller part. But I I never really uh, thought of Allison for that part. I mm. wanted her to read for it just so that we had you know mm. the the opportunity to evaluate different people. But the the woman, uh, Adina, who played uh, Charlotte, was quite wonderful, and and, and um, that she was always our, our pick for that part. And Allison we, we really always had Allison in mind for Mary Vaughn from the time that we asked to see her.
5: Oh <laughs> <laughs> I love that. You love that. And,
2: and and then as long as I'm talking about like people that I've uh, like, uh, we were also looking for somebody for uh, Paula. And uh, I, had, I, I worked on Gossip Girl and Carolyn worked on Gossip Girl. Mm-hmm. though we never worked together on Gossip Girl. But we've become,
3: very,
2: we've become very close friends through uh, Kelly Rutherford over the years. Yeah. And I've um, spent a lot of time together. And so um, when we were looking for Paula, we read a lot of different people for Paula. And uh, I, was, I said, I know, I know who's right for this part. I know, I know who's right. I said, we should, we should reach out <laughs> to Carolyn Lagerfeld. So.
1: Did she, she have to audition, Sweden. or did you just throw no, I her in?
4: Sweden. I was in Sweden when that's I got the right. phone call from Norman, and uh, that made my summer. I'll tell you. No, <laughs> no. I was on the next. It's,
2: it's something that I really enjoy. I enjoy working with people that I've worked with before, uh, partly because there's a shorthand, and I and I know what I'm going to get. I know mm-hmm. I know that I'm going to be able to walk onto the set and feel confident in the performance that's going to be delivered. Um, I did not have that experience with Hunter. Hunter, is one of the, Hunter. Hunter is one of the few people that I wasn't involved in the casting of. Uh, the, um, the director of the second block, uh, Kelly Williams uh, and Cheryl, uh, they, they were um, auditioning the various parts for Trotter because uh, I was shooting. I was shooting episodes one and two. And so, that, uh, Hunter, you're one of the few people on the uh, show that I wasn't involved in the casting. <laughs> but needless, needless to say, I'm delighted.
4: from an actor's point of view I mean it's great to work with wonderful new people of course you know like you did now but um, from an actress's point of view it's wonderful to work again with directors that you worked for before Mm -hmm. and it's from our point of view it's the same thing you talked about it's the confidence it's I'm so much more relaxed I don't get like all the flutters and the panicky things And also, you know, the directors know where I tend to go that I shouldn't go, (laughs) you know, and they are able to nip that in the bud before it goes too far. And I mean, literally, Norman only has to say one or two words for me, and I'm like, oh, Oh, (laughs) you're not on stage. Stop acting. It's always that note from him, and it's fine, and it works out great, and I love him for it.
1: Yes, Allison, Next. I think you had something you wanted to throw in there.
0: I was just going to throw in, I'm so glad that Hunter's involved in the show because his scenes with Maddie, I texted him today. I was like, that scene with Maddie, after mm-hmm. she house, I was sitting on the couch like, yeah, mm-hmm. you're so great. I agree.
3: That's all Joe. I mean, I just had to memorize the lines and try to put it in That's all Joe. <laughs> okay.
2: Don't sell yourself short there.
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, no, we agree I mean, with you. True. It's true, yeah. buddy. I, I, didn't, I felt like I didn't get a chance to, to really connect with you on set uh, because I came in kind of late to the game. But you're fast becoming one of my favorite people, especially on Twitter and Instagram. Oh, that's nice. You're one of the funniest people I think
2: I know. So it's great. <laughs> I'm really enjoying this. <laughs> uh, well, you know, it was a, it was a circus. There's, it's all there's always that aspect of shooting. That, you know, and with so many people in the cast and, and, and we were shooting very quickly. Uh, we shot from July through October last year, and uh, we were, uh, it felt like a, a train. It felt like a train that we all jumped on, and that we were, were jumping on and jumping off and jumping on yeah. and jumping off. And, and also uh, in the first season of the show, you're, you're finding locations, and you're finding um, uh, the, the, the rhythm and the feel of the show. And I, I, I feel that uh, a lot of my time when I wasn't shooting, I was off location scouting trying to find it took us forever to find the uh, church and the um, high school because they kept Mm. showing me um, uh, churches that I said I don't like this church I don't like I I, I don't see it I don't see the scenes Mm. I don't see how we're going to shoot it. The same thing about the high schools they kept showing me these high schools that were just bland and I wanted a high school that felt like it was was built in the middle of the last century. It's what it said in the script, it said a mid-century high school. And I kept saying to our location managers, I want a mid-century high school. I want something that was built in the 50s or the 60s. And uh, I, I um, was always off um, location scouting when I wasn't directing. And then when I'm directing, you're like juggling you know, 15 balls in the air. So mm. yeah, it's, uh, I feel like we just started to get to know each other, Hunter, right at the end of the, right at the, end of the run, just about the time we were wrapping up.
1: What yes, was, yes. Tammy has a question for you,
5: Norman. <laughs> yeah. So you know the upside about social media, Norman, is you really, you really get to see, and, and to your point of you know this response being unexpected, like holy moly, people really do love this show. So mm-hmm. I was on Twitter, and there's this tweet from Marvis marvelously Millie at Millie Inc. She says. Thank you, Netflix, for this. Saying I love this show isn't enough to describe how I feel. Mm. I need four more seasons, ASAP. It's too rich and fulfilling, like a hearty Southern meal.:
2: Oh, I love that.
5: Yeah. So I, I think you know, what it made me think about is, why do you think this show resonates so strongly? to so many different generations as well.
2: Well, I think uh, it's what we were talking about when we did the uh, pre-show interview. I was talking to you, we had the conversation about what would you like to see the conversation be on social media? And I said, mm-hmm. I would really like it to be about values because I feel the show is about mm-hmm. values. and And by that, I mean the things that we value, we value, our families. We value our friendships. We value mm-hmm. our faith. We, however, one chooses to express that. And I feel like this show is is for me. I mean, I have very personal attachments to it. I grew up in Texas, and it reminds me so much of my of my upbringing. It reminds me of the um, of the church I went to. Uh, it reminds me of the of the friends I had in high school. It reminds me of the um, uh, relationship I had with my siblings. in a a way that I think is very um, evocative not nostalgic because I think nostalgic tends to indicate, Oh, I wish that there was, you know, that I was back there. I don't, I'm I'm happy that I've progressed in my life, but I do like that it evokes something very deep in me and something very deep in my soul. And so I, I would like to think that the show is speaking to the soul of people. It's speaking to that part of them that, that exists outside of time. And, and because the, the town is. A friend of mine said that uh, makes me want to move to the south, and I said, "Well, it's an <laughs> idealized south, you know." So it's, uh, I, <laughs> I said, saw right, that too. I was like,
1: "Oh, yeah." <laughs> it's, it, it's, it's,
2: it's a town in the south that really uh, um, uh, is, is very inclusive. That that includes everybody. That includes uh, people of all persuasions, of all uh, of all um, um, points in their journey. And so I, I think that there's, it, it's as I talked to you guys about when we did that first, uh, that first interview, uh, everybody can see themselves in this show, everybody, you know, my mother can see herself, uh, uh, my my teen followers from the various shows i worked on can see themselves, and, and that's very exciting to me, maybe some of the actors want to speak to that as well.
4: Well, I think that um, you, said, you mentioned, Tammy, like people of all ages who are getting so many different people who are loving the show. And I think it's because nobody is, every generation is treated in this show with respect and they have a truthful, real storyline. From my little granddaughter, played by Bianca, who you see her, you know, saying her prayers with her mother, wishing for her family to be back together, you know, to, hey, grandma over here. Everybody has um, a valued contribution and their story is treated with truth and with dignity. Um, going through all the ages, from the t- from Bianca through the teenagers, through, you know, the younger lovers, through you, gorgeous young man, through, you know, Maddie, and then all the way, all, all the way up, you know, and I think it's uh, the Miss Frances and me, I suppose we're the elders. And I think that that is why everybody relates to it. Plus everybody has, has, or had a grandmother, has, or had a mom, a dad, Mm -hmm. remembers, oh my God, I remember myself as a teenager, horrific. And, you know, we can all relate to those different things. But I think that nobody's just like, oh, let's throw a little kid here. Oh, let's bring in grandma, just have her just walk across the room. You know, no, she has her own little story, her own point of view, things she Mm -hmm. believes that line up with everybody else. So you're like, oh. What is she going to think about that? You know, you're a little bit interested. That's what I think.
0: I think also we're at a time where we're all isolating, as you can see from our little boxes, even on the screen. And there's something so beautiful about um, the show and the community that it's about. I was watching the last couple episodes today, and every time something goes wrong, those ladies come together to each other's house. They show up like without it's all it takes is a text and we're all like craving this connection and people around us and we want we want to feel connected to our community and our pe- our families and our friends so desperately and i don't think that's just because we're all isolated i think it's just being compounded because we're
4: isolated yeah i agree
3: i think building off of what norman said it's it's aspirational it's it's mm-hmm. Putting something out there that shows us that we want to be the best that we can be. And, uh, you know, I think I, I like to believe that most people want to be the best version of themselves, uh, and I think that's what's so great about the show is it's kind of putting that on the forefront. It's like, yeah, we've got problems, we've got issues, but we're striving to be better. We're actively working on ourselves, and that's been a kick for me. so.
4: And I also I love that. friendship between the women. Um, I mean, there have been you know many shows with friendship between women. But I haven't really, I mean, Norman, you know more about television shows than I do, but it's been a while since I've seen, I've seen a lot of witty ones, a lot of funny ones, a lot of bitchy ones, which is fine. But this one, Underneath Everything, um, has real heart. And, you know, I'm a single mother to two kids, and I have my own village of women around me. And so this, to me, resonates very, very deeply. And I think it's wonderful.
3: Oh, Carolyn, the scene, I think it's in three with you and Ed Francis uh, at the bar. And you guys oh, are sitting okay. at the, I love that, that scene. It's, it's oh. such a, con- oh my gosh, it's, it's its speaking exactly what to what you're talking about. It's its fantastic.
4: Yeah, it's a nice scene. And, and, and again, how often do you see a scene between two women of our age in their 60s connecting and trying to help each other? I mean, basically, it seems like after 45, all your friends are dead or something. And I love
5: it. Thought-
4: <laughs> And I love the fact that she and, you know, Miss Francis, and she goes to her and she's waiting and, you know, it, it just sort of re-emphasizes really the heart of the show, which is that we should be there to support each other and they do care about each other. And, you know, they can be, you know, they can have their little differences and be a little snarky here and there, which we all are sometimes, me probably more than most. But um, <laughs> I think that, you know, the heart of this is what keeps it beating. Mm-hmm. Yes.
1: No, I, I love the way you guys all said that. That was amazing. And I guess I'll, I'll put this towards Hunter and Caroline. Um, what do you guys feel was different about shooting a Netflix series versus some of the other series that you guys have done? Because we're kind of talking about the bingeable versus weekly here. So did you notice? What were your expectations and the difference?
4: Well, less money. Um. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. oh, my God. Alison, where'd you go? I'm funny. Um, No, when I think actually shooting, there was no difference. It was just, I mean, except for this happened to be a wonderful cast and crew. I mean, I've been very fortunate. The series I've been on have all been just great people. So I really have no negative. I've never had a bad experience. No, that was a movie. So, um, (laughs) so, um, but what I love is the fact that they release them all together. I, I, I just think that's magical and that you can sort of watch it. It's like I can wait for my son to finish his studies and then we can sort of plan and we can see it together and I can share it with him. You know, I, I mean, now that's not, it's, it's not so uncommon, but I mean, that really separates Netflix. And I think that Netflix is very, very supportive of their TV shows, it seems to me, and they've been very supportive of us. To to my knowledge, I mean, I'm I'm just an actress, and I was I was thrilled, and it's a uh, it's like walking into a brand new family. I've never done a Netflix show before, ever, and it's it's great. I hope I'm part of the Netflix family for a long time. Now I'm I'm there, ready for all the grandmas there are. <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> I, I love, love
3: that. <laughs> Yeah, with well, Caroline I mean, it drops all at the same time. So that's been a really fascinating discovery to see where people track kind of in the breadth of the episodes. Um, but, you know, if you're crazy like us. We watched all 10 in one day, and that was pretty fantastic <laughs> to just get that big bite out of it. Uh, also access, like Netflix, there are so many people around the world with access to Netflix. And I mm-hmm. think this has been an interesting experience because similar to what uh, like the, the networks do, um, it it just has such a wide uh, birth and, and and exposure. So you you're getting people from all over the world kind of chiming in to say, "Hey, we watched this," and that's a truly unique experience. And all at the same time again. Mm-hmm.
2: It was so I hard for us speak to speak not watch up. it all at one time.
1: Oh <laughs> my gosh, yeah, <laughs> so hard.
2: I have a question yes. for you guys. Did you watch them? Did you watch the episodes between the various interviews that you did about mm-hmm. the- only as you
4: yep. taped? It- Yep. Oh, that's
2: oh wow. Great. Oh that's yeah. fun. Yeah. 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 That's, that's a fun, fun way
4: to do it. It yeah. kept
0: it keeps it authentic cuz it's so yeah. hard.
4: Oh, mm-hmm. and you,
0: but you're there. You feel like you're right there and so it just yeah. makes you more excited to get off and watch the new one. Yes. Yeah.
4: Yeah. <laughs>
1: Yes, and it was really nice to watch it and then talk to you guys, but you, you guys wrote it so beautifully because there was always some kind of a cliffhanger at the end that left my yeah. jaw dropped, like, wait a minute, I need to know, but then mm-hmm. we had to do this, so it was like, oh my god, I have to wait, this is crazy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Try and so,
4: cry I, it out of you guys. <laughs> I thought that this was supposed to be kind of like the wrap-up interview, so I have like five shows I haven't seen yet, so I'm probably going to be quiet from now on. <laughs> <laughs>
1: We don't want to spoil anything for
4: you. I'm surprised being on No, Twitter no, no. because I'm on Twitter and on um, Instagram and I've been reading all these tweets going, when season number two? That cliffhanger was unbelievable. I'm like, what happened? What? <laughs> oh my God. <gosh. laughs> <laughs> so well, we were. Back- yeah, sorry, no, I was just gonna I already gone back to New York by the time they shot the last five episodes. So I, I didn't see oh. the scripts. I didn't read them. I don't know what happened. Am I still You're alive? Gonna lose it. Am I live? I didn't
2: die, did I? No, it, it, we're not telling it you. Didn't it, it, <laughs> didn't it, it didn't die. It didn't die. Or girl. maybe we
1: should ask Cheryl.
2: That was Gotham girl. <laughs> girl, <I am> <laughs>
1: girl. I love that so much. Well, speaking of cliffhanger, I mean, Norman's lips are sealed. Tell me about that. You know, we all want to know who's in the car, and we know that you know.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Norman, oh, wait, you told well,
3: Caroline. oh my God we're spoiling it for
2: Caroline. As, as, as i as I said, it took me a while to get it out of Cheryl, but uh you know I've been sworn to secrecy uh i I do think that uh you know it's interesting because people are are um uh- some some of the people on twitter are are outraged that they have to wait you know to to find out, yeah. but you know it is a classic uh <laughs> Oh, there's classic, <laughs> classic way to get people to come back at some mm-hmm. point you know it's uh i <sighs> i come from the generation where you know there was a show called dallas back in the day and it was like who shot oh, jr yeah. and that was a that was a month-long question that that got people very very excited so hopefully you know we'll hopefully we will get our second season uh-huh. and once we get our second season then hopefully we'll we'll be able to get back to it in, in, in some type of timely fashion and people will have answers to those questions. But, uh, Lauren, do you think a... we'll
1: be surprised? That's what I need to know. Are we going to be surprised? Of course we'll be. <laughs> you know, I, be like, I, oh, I, okay. just,
2: I, I plead the fifth on every front. I'm not going <laughs> to do anything. To tip, your, tip your hand one way or the other. I, uh...
1: So when, So when exactly do you think we will expect word on season two or renewal? Do you have any idea maybe on that?
2: You know, my guess is as good as yours in terms okay. of when Netflix makes their decisions. From what I understand, they mm-hmm. usually wait for a couple of weeks to a month to just see how the show is doing. But I would I would mm-hmm. hopefully be able to speculate that since we're doing so well, that bodes mm-hmm. well for us. Yeah. The, thing <laughs> the thing that I'm more worried about is when we'll be able to go back to work safely and, yeah. and, and work in an environment where no one needs to worry about coming exposed to to something that may be disadvantageous to their health because uh you know people's people's lives and people's health is is more important than anything else Mm -hmm. so you know we just have to wait and see what the what the um uh industry says is going to be the safe thing to do but you know i'm very hopeful that we'll go back and, and continue to tell these stories i i i think i told you guys before when when i interviewed with you before just how it was such a family, it was such a, a, a wonderful group of people. We really grew close. A lot of us were were there from out of town. So, uh, you know, there was a sense of, of you know, we were working and then we were, were together with each other the rest of the time as well. So um, um, it, it, it's a real family environment. I, I, I really uh, miss everybody on the crew and in the cast. It's a... It's been a lovely oh. experience from top to bottom. I have nothing negative to say about it.
1: Norman, when you guys are back in Atlanta, we'd love to come and visit you as well.
3: <laughs> yeah, wow. Well. Uh, well, I, like,
2: I feel like that uh, you, you're entitled to after putting all this time and effort into <laughs> helping us promote the show. So. We would love yeah. to. You can Our come honor.
1: visit us in LA too. <laughs> you,
2: you, you may have to like sit in some type of little... Um, bubble with uh you know some little sanitized bubble but,
1: uh, <laughs> maybe there'll be a scene in Sullivan's with the masks everybody's got their masks <laughs> there you
0: go well
2: it's it's very exciting to me too because uh we used a uh, restaurant in um in Covington Georgia for for the exterior of Sullivan's and and they're so excited uh the uh the oh, people God. who run that uh um it's it's called the Mystic Grill and they it, um, uh, are saying that people are already coming in excited about the fact that it's a restaurant and really? oh, that's they
5: fantastic. already have
2: to They already have t-shirts that say oh. Sullivan's on them that they're already selling. It's really, it's delightful that they that we were so supported by them. I, I feel like I had uh, many meals there because it was the restaurant we'd go to to eat on our lunch break or for our meetings oh. or whatever. So I got to know the the staff there very, very well and the, the woman who owns the restaurant just a That's lovely awesome. group of people
4: well i love the mm-hmm. idea of a sweet magnolias tour don't they have a twilight tour
2: there yeah yeah or it's a, a vampire diaries tour but yeah <laughs> I I right. think the, the, mm-hmm. the next thing they'll be doing is a sweet magnolias tour but Absolutely. actually the, the woman the woman who owns that restaurant actually shows up in episode 10 when the guy micah comes to mm-hmm. uh the restaurant and uh um and brings him out to um the table where um oh uh, he, he was talking to uh, a townsperson that townsperson is the owner of the mystic grill love, oh, cool. yeah. love great. that miss angie so it was great to have her be a part of things you
1: know. that's great that little shout out that's amazing yeah. and you know with Serenity, well, Carolyn, you might need to plug your ears, but <laughs> I love with Serenity, one, that you're supporting all of the businesses, and there's so much beauty and positivity that comes through this. But maybe, Norman, you can let us in on the writer's room. Um, the last episode was had a completely different vibe to it, especially towards the end. So do you guys have a gauge or discussion on how dark, so to speak, you allow things to get?
2: Well, the uh, writer's room had finished their work uh, before we started production last year. So the writers, the writers had, um, um, I think they started in the fall of 2018 and then wrote until January. And then I came on as they were finishing up. Uh, Shelly Meals, who you, um, mm-hmm. who you guys interviewed, mm-hmm. she, she and I had worked together on another show and she is actually the person who introduced me to Cheryl. She was the, the one who made that connection. Mm-hmm. And so then Cheryl and I started talking and then Cheryl, did uh, all the revisions on the scripts from that point on. Uh, I mean, bless her heart, she was she was working hard because we, you know, there's always there's always the show that's in your mind when you're imagining it and you're writing it, but then there's the show that has to be fit into the 12-hour days that we have to shoot it, yeah. and to really mm-hmm. figure out how are we going to shoot any particular show in in um, in seven days in 12 hours that is a, that's a formula. You gotta figure out, okay, it's gonna take two hours to shoot this scene. It's gonna take two and a half to shoot this scene. It's gonna take four hours to shoot this scene. It really boils down to how many people are in a scene. And and I always say to uh, the actors and the crew um, um, that um, five minutes an hour is a full shooting hour on a 12 hour day. So for every five minutes you can save, you get an extra hour of shooting, you know, if you, if you can move it along. So that's one of the reasons why it, it's, a, it, like I said, it's a train, it's moving. And, mm-hmm. and so oftentimes, uh, you know, I, I um, uh, an actor will have a question and I'll just say, let's just shoot it. Let's just, let's just shoot it. We'll figure it out as we go along. You're going to stand <laughs> here you're going to stand there and you can work out what you're going to do. And I'll come in and adjust if I feel like I need to. But it's one of the reasons why i think it's so important for actors to be really prepared and to really do their their research and have strong choices and know know what they're bringing to the table because their their uh television is a very different experience than even a feature film is but certainly from theater there's not the rehearsal time where you figure things out and and because of that you get you you get something that's quite alive you get something that's mm-hmm. very much people figuring things out you know there's there's um uh times where um uh, a character is evolving in the middle of a scene, even you know'cause you're discovering mm-hmm. you're discovering what the what the balances are. I remember the scene, Allison, maybe you want to speak to this, but we did the, the scene where where um where uh Maddie's character comes over to Mary Vaughn's house and they have their whole little um argument about the baseball fundraiser versus the spa oh, opening nice. and and uh and that was a scene where you know, it was almost like at a certain point, I was like, ladies, just start talking right on top of each other. Just, just keep the energy up, keep it up. Don't worry about trying to clear for the overlaps because um, the energy of the scene is in the fact that neither one of these women wants to let the other one talk. And that was something that we were discovering on on the, the spot, you know? And I, I can't remember, Alison, was that the first scene you'd done with Joe or? No, no, of course not because that was episode five. So you'd already done a couple of scenes with her by that point. But you'd already done scenes in um, in three and four with uh but but I but I do think that, you know, oftentimes that's the the process of what's happening is that you're discovering you're discovering the balances of the scene as you do it. And it's exciting. It's also a little bit like uh, walking on a tightrope. And uh, yeah. Uh,
4: yeah, I thought- I,
2: anyway, I don't mean to monopolize it. Allison, go ahead and speak yeah. to that. Well,
0: that's also so beautifully said. Um, I still struggle with that. I think as an actor, I'm. I started in the theater, and I'm, and the whole, you know, overlap but don't overlap thing that you have to do for mics on set is really, it's a challenge. And tr- trusting yourself and trusting that you'll be, you say the words. It's enough. Um, is a hard. Um, and yeah, I think when we were in that scene. Um, I think we were still figuring out, I think too, because it's the first season, we're still figuring out who we are sort of. And, um, that was, that was a hard scene for some reason. It was, um, and it, it was the first time I think two people went really, or in my experience of shooting, it was the first time two people went really head to head. And so it was, um, or for me, um, it was, it was a challenge. Yeah. That tightrope, I'm still getting used to that
2: feeling part of my job I feel like is to make actors comfortable with that tightrope part of it my job is to really come in and say and I think I even I remember the night that you were doing the uh, the uh, auction the auction uh, I I could tell that Allison was really because she had so much to say she had this huge monologue and 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 I and I was really feeling for her because I could see that she was and I was like, it's okay, it's all going to be in pieces, you know, the, yeah. and, and that's part of my job is just to say relax, but f- have fun. And mm-hmm. the, the, the hard part on any given t- television show is, I think, casting it correctly. And we mm. did in this situation, we spent a lot of time casting it very carefully, Cheryl, myself, Dan Paulson, Matt Drake, our line producer, the, um, the four of us. We, we really, uh, and then certainly on the other blocks of episodes, the directors of those, um, uh, Kelly Williams and Laura Peters, um, they, they um, uh, were um, uh, very involved in the casting. And, but we cast this show so carefully so that I had the confidence we have the right people in all our parts. We have the right people here. We don't need to worry about uh, uh, it not coming out okay. It's going to be good because everybody that we cast is really good. And so a lot of my job is just trying to make the actors feel comfortable and I certainly hope I did that with with the uh, three of I you. Need to,
1: I need to
0: jump in because you absolutely did. And I, I started to really to really trust the that the that the camera and the mic and the everything was going to be there to support me. I don't know why, but I always feel like I have to do it 100% all the time. It's like my jazz hands interior <laughs> in- <laughs> really needs to get it right all the time. So yeah, I, I so appreciate you. I, I That's what I feel like I learned the most in this show, in this um, job, was learning to trust the director and that
4: he's going to support you through it. Yeah. I also think, Allison, to be fair, too, you know, it's very challenging um, to do a scene with a lot of dialogue when you have about 75 extras there. Yeah, and they're <laughs>
2: Staring at yeah. all surrounding,
4: and all this stupid crap that happens. That's not your fault, you know. The extra forgot to come, or he didn't have his little paddle with him, or. And then you sort of feel, as the actor with the big speech, "Oh my God, please don't let me! You know, please let me at least do it right and give it form, you know." But you did great. It was a great scene. I loved it. Yeah. I got my I I some guy from my date.
5: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> $500. Yes, $500. <laughs> and,
2: and there are also really happy accidents that happened like um we decided uh in the uh, spa opening scene the party there was the dancing and you know uh, there were some things that um just because of the number of people we were working out what we could do and and uh, I uh, said to um uh, we were blocking to see where everyone was dancing and I just said uh, uh, Hunter, why don't you just uh walk over to Jamie Lynn and and and, Ouch, and her to dance? And and um and, and then they kind of introduced each other uh right on top of each other. And then uh Hunter, I think you said uh, oh, jinx, you know, which is <laughs> just totally an ad lib. But you know, happy accidents happen like that as long as actors are feeling comfortable and and grounded and, and, and that to me was the most important thing. I just kept saying over and over again, we're not pushing this. These these are real people. It's grounded, real situations. Don't don't feel like you're performing. Just feel like you're just being there with the other actor. And and I really do feel like that we achieved that. But I love that moment, Hunter, when you asked yeah. her to dance, and when that, because sure. that was just so spontaneous. And 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 remember how tired we all were. We like it was just like a, it was five in the morning or something, oh. and uh, and then uh, um, Carolyn had this big uh, walk. She had to do all, like, they start dancing and then Carolyn walks by yes. them and goes all the way over to the uh, other uh, ladies. And, and I, know.
4: To... I was like, and I was like, you know, they said, oh, can on, just walk to the music. And I was like, please don't look like white women dancing.
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh
4: my God, this has really been so and great. I... You guys, what was that, Carolyn? No, 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 and I said, you know, and my kids were not embarrassed, you know, and my sons different. When he saw me go like, my son was like, and and then he was like, like,
1: (laughs) (laughs) ugh. Amazing. You know what? I know the fans have enjoyed this as much as we have. You guys have given us so much insight and behind the scenes, and we're deeply appreciative of it because it really does round out the show and help us, you know, really see other parts of things and kind of pulls it all together because most people have already watched all 10 episodes. So I really want to thank you guys for your time and expertise. But, you know, before we get out of here, I would love to go to each one of you one by one and not only share your social media handles, but what message do you have for the fans? Just a little something that they can take away from your character. So Hunter, we'll start with you, if you don't mind.
3: Sure, sure. Uh, (laughs) My social media (laughs) handle is uh, (laughs) I am Hunter Burke. It's all one word uninterrupted uh and then uh what do i want to say to the fans thank you thank you for watching for connecting for for connecting with each other about the show um and thank you for talking to other people about it. i mean this is why we do it we do it for an audience and, and it's, it's been really wonderful to see the uh, the swell of appreciation for everything so thank you
1: beautiful how about from
0: you allison Hi, uh, you don't need me to say hi. Sorry, I'm
5: such. A- <laughs> I loved it.
0: That's <laughs> <No>, okay. <laughs> uh Gabriel uh, XO on Instagram. And um, for the fans, I just want to say bless your heart for watching. <gasps> <laughs> oh
1: yeah. Hi, oh, bye. I love that. Absolutely. Carolyn, why don't you jump in here?
4: Hi, so my Instagram and my Twitter is Ms. M.S. Lagerfeld, L-A-G-E-R-F-E-L-T, all one word, and I just want to say I've never experienced anything like this, apart this beautiful, and I am so grateful to our producers, our writers, Norman, and to the fans, please stay with us. There's going to be a season two. I'm praying for it. <laughs>
1: Yes, we are all praying for it. And last but not least, our favorite, because you are all <laughs> over the social media, and we are loving it. Norman, tell us where we can find you. Woo!
2: Yeah, I'm in Nor- uh, Norbuck, N-O-R-B-U-C-K. Uh, it's, uh, it's it's it's. I I came up with that handle way back in the day because it was the name of my corporation, and I was like, all right, I guess this is what I'll use on. Twitter and Instagram, and it seems to have stuck. So uh, <laughs> N O R B U C K. And uh, I would just say uh, also thank you to the fans, but also thank you to y- you guys. I mean, I really Uh-oh. have enjoyed. I've enjoyed so much the 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 um, just the deep dive analysis that you that you've given to the show, and you you're also enthusiastic and. And uh, I just I love your questions, and I mean I listened to three of these last night in a row. So I just was sitting there myself, like, oh, <laughs> and and uh, I just think that um, it's it's so um, it's so gratifying when you're when you're working and you're working in a bit of a bubble. You know, we did this show last year. We shot it from July till October of last year, and so it's like a little boat you set out to sail, and it's really wonderful when it brings back. This kind of enthusiasm and and, and uh, what you've done is uh, very rich and and i think that all of us are very grateful
4: yeah we love you i love you all so much you're the best oh, we love we you. love you all you. yes you. we love you
1: all and thank you yes. so much for honoring our work and of course our producers and everyone at AfterBuzz for giving us the opportunity and working tirelessly with us so yes. thank you guys so much